I am Lights Camera Jackson. Welcome to the LCJ Q&A podcast. You can also read these interviews at animationscoop.com. The phenomenon of hair love continues with the new Max series, Young Love. It premieres Thursday, September 21st. Joining me, the creator and executive producer, Academy Award winner, Matthew A. Cherry. Matthew, it's so nice to meet you. So nice to meet you too. And uh, yeah, that, 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 that Academy tag will never get old. <laughs> I remember when you won. It was a cool night. It was a fun Oscar ceremony to watch. And not long after that, in February 2020, you got to work on this show. So what does it mean to you over the last three years of kind of shepherding and guiding these characters along this journey? Yeah, you know, it's definitely we've had our challenges, you know, obviously working in the middle of the pandemic was the hardest part because, uh, I mean, there are people I literally met this weekend that worked on the show that I hadn't met in the three years that we've uh, been working on it. And so, um, you know, that was definitely a challenge. But, you know, it was just great. You know, this is my first time actually being in a writer's room. And so, you know, you're kind of co-show running and creating and just trying to make sure that the vision that you um, have pitched out to these, um, you know, to Max is uh, just getting honored. You know what I mean? And so definitely was a lot of learning. But thankfully, there were a lot of great people that worked on this. You know, as you know, film and TV is there's not a one man sport. You know, it takes a village and it takes a really strong team. And we just had a really great team. You know, Atomic Cartoons did the animation and House of Cool did our boards. And Sony Animation also helped out because uh, they were our home studio because of Hair Love. That's right. Yeah. The, the folks at Sony are great. Everybody involved in this. I watched the first couple episodes. I commend you on it. I commend you on the tone you take with the first episode, which is fun and enjoyable, but also with the continuation of the story, Angela, the mother voiced by Issa Rae, has been out of the hospital for a couple of months. And this idea of her beating death, but death still being attached to her wherever she goes, interacts with other people, that's a very serious theme for the first episode, but it's got a lot of power to it. Yeah, you know, like we, because of the short was like, obviously, fairly, you know, kid friendly, but also dealt with a real topic. Like we wanted to just expand that into the series, you know, like not, let's not shy away from it. Um, You know, the show also being set in Chicago, we're very real city where there are a lot of just real people that deal with real life issues. Like we just wanted to embrace it. And Angela's entire arc throughout the season is just kind of, um, you know, what happens when you cheat death and then you get better, you know, what, what happens next? You know, like you, you definitely can question kind of, where you're heading in life and kind of like what's your next moves you're making and really like what's your purpose. And um, that's something that we really leaned into with Angela's arc, you know, just embracing it, not being afraid to talk about the the hard things. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of good discussions. I think families will have after they watch these episodes. <laughs> You've got Zuri, the sweet girl at the center <laughs> of it all. And she's kind of been, she's been a symbol uh, of this whole brand for the last four or five years. She's very confident. She's very curious what did you want to show with her on this series of her being kind of a girl of today? Man, just, um, you know, Gen Z, man, they just are so like ready to change the world. You know, like they, they I think they realize that, you know, maybe they're, they're folks and the people before them and kind of mess some things up. And, you know, they really want to get in there and try to fix them, and, you know, make things better. You know, so, you know, Zuri really represents that. She's super confident. You know, she gets that from her parents. And um one of the biggest themes that we explored in the short film that carried over to the series is just this idea of listening to your kids, right? Like, you know, and kind of similar to us in, on the show, like a good idea can come from anywhere. Like, you know, it's easy to kind of like push people aside and be like, you don't have enough experience or, you know, why would I listen to you? I'm supposed to be the leader, quote unquote. But 
I think both Steven and Angela really learn over the course of the season, like just that continual message of like the importance of being present and listening to your kids. And Zuri is a kid definitely worth listening to. <laughs> she definitely yeah. is a leader. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you mentioned Steven. He's voiced by Scott Muscuddy, Kid Cuddy. I oh. watched Enter Galactic last year, which blew oh, me okay. away. Amazing. Amazing. I Ooh. love that he is involved in animation uh, now with this show and, and other projects. What do you think in, in working with him is that love of animation that gets him going and gets the two of you going together? Yeah. So, you know, I met Scott when um, I was a creative executive at Monkey Ball, you know, Jordan Peele's production company. And we tried to uh, pitch a live action show with him and sadly it didn't get picked up, but we got just really cool. You know, I was kind of the point person on it and um, we just really developed a friendship and um you know, when we were developing the show, just like, man, who could play the dad? And I just kind of kept coming back to Scott because, you know, we knew the show was going to be set in the Midwest. Scott is from Cleveland. Um, obviously, we knew Stephen was going to be a music producer. Obviously, you know, Scott works in music. And um, also, you know, what a lot of people don't think realize is he's also a young father. You know, he has a you know 10, 11 year old daughter. And so it just was really dope getting a chance to work with somebody who really appreciated the medium of animation. You know, I think I feel like he's so like talented and underrated i just love the quality and the tone of his voice like he's able to be really funny but also like hit you with some really serious beats at the same time and um you know also he expresses a lot of vulnerability you know steven as a character that really doesn't like conflict and often kind of gets thrown into these situations where he's like kind of forced to try to stand up for himself and um you know i just think scott really played the vulnerability of the character really well and um yeah just really honored to have him on the show yeah he's fantastic i've got matthew a cherry here with me talking about young love it is <laughs> thursday september 21st on max a great first episode surprise on a personal level as far as food my favorite food of all time is a grilled cheese sandwich isn't grilled cheese the best <laughs> it, it really is oh i love that yeah, I love that that kicks things off. And one of the other uh, cool aspects with Zuri and with her character, she has these very specific visions of the red carpet experience. Yep. So, you, Matthew H. Harry, someone who's been on a lot of red carpets, what's a vision of a red carpet experience that has stayed with you? I mean, obviously the Oscars, man, just, you know, being a chance to uh, be a part of something that I've pretty much watched, you know, since I was a kid, man, just uh, the magic of that. You know, we were able to have, uh, you know, the young gentleman who was dealing with uh, not being able to graduate because of he had locks kind of like how I have with us, right. uh, Andrea Arnold with us. And so it was just really cool to be able to be about the art, but also have a cause behind it. And then, you know, ultimately we won and, you know, was able to shout out the Crown Act. You know, that really meant a ton, too, just because, uh, man, any way you can like make the world a little better than you leave it is is it's really dope. Yeah, yeah. You have done a lot of great work over the last three years besides working hard on this show. You've directed episodes of Abbott Elementary, a show that I love. The Unicorn, which I thought uh, was canceled way too soon. That was a fantastic show. So going back and forth between live action and animation over the last three years, did you find similarities or major differences in going back and forth in the TV production world? Yeah, for sure. You know, anytime I'm on set, I'm like, you know, I definitely think about it differently. Also being a creator. So, you know, I'm like really paying attention to how like the showrunners are like running their shows and, you know, the writers on set, you know, kind of how they they move and just all the things that helps to make a TV show what it is. And, you know, working on such a variety of comedy from, you know, Young Sheldon to Ghost to Swagger to, you know, um, the shows that you mentioned as well, Say by the Bell, Abbott. 
it's just such a great education and just comedy and like, you know, the type of jokes that you may like and want to try to bring over to your, your show and to find the tone, you know, like finding tone for the show, honestly, was the hardest thing just because like, it could have been a kiddie show. It could have been an adult show. And like, for me, like I love comedy that's a little bit more subtle. Like I love dry humor. I love like more uh, situational kind of reactionary humor. And like, and we wanted the show to kind of have a feeling like almost it could have been a live action show. Right. And so working on these other TV series that, you know, were such inspirations, it was just really great in seeing how, okay, this is how you tell a joke, not only in the writing, but also visually kind of with the directing and the visual components of it too. Yeah. And what I think is going to be great for families when they watch this, because you've got four episodes uh, every Thursday over yep. over three weeks. It'll be the conversations and it'll be gathering maybe with their own cats and kind of binging these episodes and enjoying all that. I mean, it, it, that's got to be a special feeling for you that you're going to create special days and evenings for families to take in your content. Yeah, hopefully. You know, I mean, I just um, I've never been through this before, you know, having this TV series coming out that I was behind. So it's just uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see the reactions and, you know, hopefully people find their favorite characters. And I re really hope, you know, some of the artists see it and they, you know, you know how artists do when they get a show that they love, man, they, they get get to drawing them and just yeah. really placing them. Yeah, putting it all out on social media. Yes, I think it's going to be a big hit. Young Love, Thursday, September 21st on Max. Academy Award winner, Matthew A. Cherry. Thank you for your time today and congratulations on this. Oh, no, thanks, man. I, I really love your interview style, man. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, man. I love following you on social and, and seeing where you're going. And this show, I think, is going to be a, a big success. I hope everybody watches it. And uh, I appreciate your time. And thank you all for listening to this episode of the LCJ Q&A podcast. For more, go to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and lightstash camera-jackson.com.